Hi Stars fan, this is Alex Ranger and you're listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michelle Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Hello and welcome along to episode 75 of the Don McKellar Sponsored Review from Section C. Happy New Year everyone, Happy New Year Senior. Happy New Year Junior, how's it going? Yeah, fine, fine, it's the last day off before going back to work. So thankfully you just see my top half because I'm still sitting in my jammy bottoms. Well, Emma, they're ready to go because <laughs> I start back the day. Fucking... Yeah. Backshaft. Can't, can't believe we're in today a podcast at half past ten or something on a <laughs> Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? The second of Tuesday. January. Because we have to go back to work the day. Right. And I've got my first call out. Okay. Okay. My first call out, and it's Ryan Bacani. He's fondly known as Uncle Steve. Okay. <laughs> so Uncle Steve, Ryan's uncle, is my boss. And he texts me at six o'clock this morning because the stupid old fecker forgot it was on backshaft. He thought it was on airless. So he texts, oh, did you see the messages? And I'm like, I'm on backshaft. Yeah. Unbelievable. So that's yeah. the first call out. My boss has been called it. First episode of 2024. You're called out, Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> However, <laughs> I'll give you a shout out for Steve because I get double time when I go in the day. So happy days. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, now that we've started on with a call-out, I've got a call-out. Go on then. And, and I said I was going to do it because it fucking wound me up at the game on Sunday. If it's got a sticker <laughs> on the seat that says reserved, then I'll sign it. My God, this boy in his in his burn must have attempted to sit in about four or five different seats and kept getting told it's reserved. It's a season ticket seat. Don't yep. sit there. They might just be late, or you know they're they're at the cafe or the bar, whatever. Yeah, could be in a sit somewhere else. It doesn't have a sticker on the seat, uh, and he should... still went and sat in another fucking yeah. seat with a sticker on it. We should we should hear game we should hear game a reserve seat bingo. Right. Honest so God. We should I get a bingo card with a letter and a number on it. And when somebody <laughs> sits in that seat, somebody shouts it out. D thirty five. Oh, I've got that in. Check. Mate. Yeah. Uh, it's came it, what I noticed Andre had put it on Facebook a couple of weeks ago and that. It's getting worse now. Uh well, especially like, in section C. When I when know. you see a reserve sticker. It's got Dundee stars on it, so it's not as if it's reserved for anything else. It's yeah. reserved for stars games. Please, if you see a fucking sit with a sticker on it, then I sit on it. It's as easy as that. So that boy and his bairn, four or five attempts at different seats. They were uh-huh. to move. There was a guy sitting in at the end of my row who saw there was two empty seats, so two no-sticker seats, and then Stacey and Megan's two reserve seats in front of us, and he came down, sat in the non-reserve ones and looked over, couldn't see over the bar, 
So he moved over to Stacey's one. And, and, and Cass, like, it's got a sticker on it. Like, he looked at the fucking sticker. Uh, I just, honestly, yeah. I know that some people are new to it. It might be new people coming to the game for maybe their first time or that. But, fuck it. It's, it's like if you went to Tannadice and, and it had a reserved sticker on it and you, you that was the, your seat number on your ticket, you wouldn't sit in it. I know. Yeah, oh. I just, it, it's happening more and more, eh? And you're probably right, it's probably newbies, but the thing about it is, it's got reserve seating, Dundee Stars season ticket. Unbelievable. It's there, it tells you, Un- and you're at a Dundee Un- Stars game, so somebody's set. Yeah, so I would, I, I just, was, it was unreal. Yeah. The same so, boy. Yeah, so... For the call-outs to the shout-outs, I'm going to give you, have done a can about this, I'm going to give a wee shout-out to, to Hockey Laura, because I see she put a wee post up about her mum and her dad not being well again. Um, her mum her mom had a stroke a wee while back, um, now she's got COVID, and her dad's now took a heart attack. So, Jesus Laura, for the fifth of us, I can you listen to her. Um, I can we hear a lot of banter between stars and flyers, but for the fifth of us, I hope, as you call them, mother and father, are, mother and father. are on, this, on the road to recovery. So all the best for, for the two of us, pal. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so it's the 2nd of January. We had to squeeze in another episode because I think we both forgot that we had a game <laughs> the morning's night until Andy had mentioned it at the rink on Sunday. Like, oh, shit. When are we going to get this episode squeezed in? So... Um, we will look at our fifth one cup sponsored game reviews. Um, so obviously we were at home. Uh, sorry, we were away to the Belfast Giants first. It was a home and home. Uh, senior, you had this down for a three-two stars win. I had it down for a three-two Belfast overtime win, and we were right about three goals for someone. Um, but it was for the wrong team, unfortunately. Uh, the Belfast Giants did come out with three nothing winners. Uh, Davy Phillips, I think it was Davy Phillips that scored the first goal. Um, I don't know if that's correct or not. We only saw it about 100 times on Giants TV. They only spoke about it about 200 times on Giants TV, trying to decide if it was Davy Phillips' goal or not. So Davy Phillips, 6-19. Greg Prince at 55-53. And then Bobby McIntyre at the empty netter at 58-33. It was not a 3-0 game. Uh, Empty netter obviously makes that look a lot worse than what it was. Um, I wouldn't even say it was a 2-0 game. Um, I thought Belfast were average. um, And I think we'll allude to that in the next one as well. They were average. um, Stars played a good road game, um, sat in a lot the first period, soaked up a lot of pressure, and then the second and third came out really hard, um, created a lot of good chances, just couldn't they get one past old um, as Kitchy kept calling him, Jackson Besco, um, throughout the game, because he was that used to just saying Besco. Oh, good save, Besco, I mean whistle. Um, but, it, listen, senior, it was, I actually think we deserved something from the game. Um, yeah, I don't think uh, like I, I don't watch it. Um, I'm not an avid viewer of elite league webcasts, to be honest with you. Whether 
whether the the, the opposition or even the stars just didn't, I just didn't like it. Uh, but from all accounts, I'd followed it online. From all accounts, that yeah, like what you're saying, that it probably wasn't even a two nothing game. Uh, I think it probably when maybe had one nothing written all over it, and then we've got to then open up, maybe creates a bit of space for them. But I'm the same as you. They're an average, average team. Yeah, they're yeah, they're they're no they're no in great shape to be honest with you. Uh, and we will allude on it when we get to the to the game. Uh, in Dundee, but they they are struggling, right? Um, yeah. And I don't know what it is. Is is it that the guys that they've brought in just aren't good enough? Has everybody else got better? Uh, you you seen the interviews coming out for Keith and, and and things like that. Will he get the checkbook out? He probably will. He does it every year. They struggle up to about Christmas, and then the checkbook will come out. However. They've already spent a lot. They've already replaced a few boys al- was... already this this season. And let's not say that at the weekend, right? That there's only one team in this league that I think we would struggle to beat, and that's the Sheffield Steelers. On any given day, we we match up with all other teams in this league, every yeah. one of them. Yeah, um, I was just going to say that about the about the signings. Um I don't know how many they can still make because obviously they're only allowed them a maximum of twenty five on your roster or whatever it yeah. is throughout the season. So they have replaced a lot of guys you know they kept mentioning it on their webcast as well. Um that it's a revolving door of injuries. You've got one guy come back and one guy goes out, one guy comes back, one guy goes, Yeah, okay, fucking suck it up like the rest will have to every year. Yep. Um uh. but yeah, the, it, it's it is something. I don't know how many more they can sign, but I think they do. It, it comes down to for me, they're a very they are a, they've got a a load of guys who are very good, very skilled players, but they just it, they look like they lack a bit of heart behind them. Yeah, like, there's yeah. only a couple of them. I've got a bit of fight. The rest of them are just a bit go oh, through the motions. Idea. Junior, I didn't even care if I've got a bit of fight in them, to be honest with you. And some again, of them we'll, do. Touch, we'll, we'll touch on something that happened yeah. during the, our home game against them. But away from home, they were there for the taking. Eh? And yeah. we know how good Jackson is. Um, he is a very, very good netminder. He gets lucky a lot of times, but you make your own luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good to see the big, sexy fucker getting his first game on. <laughs> Uh, at the weekend, and uh, he played in both games. And you mentioned it to me through the webcast that he looks a player, and yeah. this was confirmed that in in the our home game against Belfast that he is a very very good demon. Yeah. Um. One thing I do want to touch on uh, was the ice conditions in Belfast. The ice was absolutely shocking. It it was grey. It was that bad. Um, the puck was chipping up, chipping up all over the place, um, sticking in places. I'm no surprised that they were able to play to those conditions because they'll train on it, so they could play to those conditions. Yeah. The ice was terrible uh, on the Saturday game. Um, I just thought it was just normal, you know, chipped up ice and stuff. It was Sheepdog that said it to me as well. He's got a pal from Belfast. He said that he's like the, the ice was it was grey. I just thought it was the colour of the webcast. Thought maybe they're yeah. 
the colouring was a bit off, but no, it it was great. And I was fucking I've always I've seen highlights of games for Belfast. They've always thought that about the rice. The rice doesn't look pure no, white. Terrible. Whereas when you watch our webcast, our rice looks absolutely pure white. Yeah. Um yeah. but get what I was we were at one nothing, I'm thinking, can all we need to get is a goal here? And if we took them overtime and lost in overtime, and I took that. I did I did expect to get four points at the weekend. It didn't work out that way. Um, but from all accounts, it, it could have been four points. It could have also been three points. Ultimately, it was only the two. Um, so, yeah, disappointed that we, we, we lost over there. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, just disappointed. Nothing to shout about. There's no there's, there's nah, fucking bait three, nothing across there, blah, blah, blah. It's just one of no. those things. And, yeah. and the thing um, is... That... And we were in the game at the time, eh? And we've always said that about Stars teams. As long as you put the effort in, put the work in, and if you win, you win. If you don't, you get bit by potentially the better team or just a bit of luck. Yeah, they, um, and it was, I, th- I certainly think it was a bit of luck that they had um, with the first goal kind of coming off of Mackay and then going in off uh, Villiers skate into the goal. It was going wide um, and it held Villiers yeah. skate and goes in. The second one, the Stars will want that one back. I think the, the, the pass from Valentini to Dryden was quite poor. Um, Dryden had it on the boards, but then it got stuck up in the fucking shit ice conditions. Um, Valentini trying to back check. But the biggest part of that was the lino skated away for the Giants bench to allow them to change and skated straight into Dryden to stop him from back checking. So <laughs> there's your next thing that fucks up. Yeah. So. Um, it, it was two lucky goals for me. Um, one certainly lucky goal, two disappointing goal. Um, I think the you know the team will be disappointed in the way which they scored it. Um, and then the third to empty netter. Yeah, but so then it brought us on to coming back at home um, to the Giants. So the Giants ended up going two nothing up. One the end of the first. Two nine into the second, Aaron Nazarian at nine fifty eight, and then that man again at twenty nine oh eight. He uh, just come back from injury himself. Stars then started their comeback through Spencer Nass at forty nine forty one on the power play, assisted by Valentini and Bedun. Spencer Nass tying the game after a goalie pull. For the extra skater, it worked. 59-12, assisted by Britain and Dow. And then Stars ultimately scoring their three penalty shots and Belfast missing their three penalty shots, giving Stars a 3-2 shootout victory on an early two o'clock face-off. Yeah, that was really strange, going up to the rink. Oh, for doors it. opening at one o'clock. Um, I love the matinee game. I was a bit worried when we were sitting there and you, you're sort of thinking, because like we get an early, we like to get an early, we like to watch the warm-up, we like to watch what lines are coming out on, on both teams, because um, we're geeky that way. Uh, and I'm sitting thinking, this place isn't getting busy. Ugh, it's no bad. And then come face-off time, you're suddenly thinking, wow, what have all these people come for? Another near enough sellout. Uh, 
2,342 or something it was announced as, which is yeah. absolutely fantastic. So over the last couple of games, I think that's nearly just just around about, what, 5,000 people? Four yeah. and a half, five thousand people have turned up to watch the stars, and and hopefully it's going to be the same again tomorrow night against the clan. I hope it's over two thousand again, because the atmosphere in, in in the game was was fantastic. They all went through. Going with the game though, yeah, what a performance! Yeah. They they should never have been two nothing up. That was the worst thing about it. No, I know. They should have been absolutely. We we should have been out of sight by that time. Yeah, Jackson kept him in the game. Um, he got a, a good bit of luck at times, and I think we actually we dominated that game. Absolutely dominated it. And even the Belfast fans were saying that that there, there's there's just nothing there. Yeah, I said it about about Spencer Nass. Right, we've always spoke about Dryden about he just gets it. Captain, fantastic. Are the superlatives you can give Dryden? He gets them, right? But see at the back of Dryden, Spencer Nass is becoming an absolute player yep. for us. He gives yep. everything. And even his interview after the game, he was so, so sort of, just it was natural the way he was speaking and he knew that they were going to win. He's just, he, for me, he's got everything. That, that you expect to a player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two goals. Um, get us back in it. Ties the game. Yeah. Absolutely tremendous. He, um, It was his penalty shot, I think, that trickled through Jackson's five hole, the second yeah. one. Um, yeah. I, I thought he'd saved it as well, but then I just saw him kind of move backwards. I thought, that's going to trickle through. That's going to no set. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nas was absolutely outstanding. Um We'll come on to the big sexy fucker as well, um, Elijah yeah. Villio. He again it has just he's. It, it, I yeah. said it about Kyle Pouncey about his skating ability, but this guy, the, the skating ability that he has, and he just the total nonchalant stroll up the ice with a puck, and it's he just goes past it, he glides past him. You're like, yeah, he, was, he is. He's a player, absolutely. Yeah. I was player. watching him in the warm up, and when mm. when he skates about in the warm up, when players are like, he's just going back and forward across the ice and he's got the puck on his stick and it's just forehand, backhand, but he's heads up at the time. He's not looking yeah. at the ice and it's just head up and he, he's faking about, looking left, looking right, getting the wee shimmy and, and things like that. And and I watched him and he'd done it for a long time and I'm thinking, that looks good. Yeah. But then when he does it during the game, you think, yeah. that looks really good. But yeah. he was good, but for me, the comeback started with Nas. Him and him and Harams. Harams was just a shite back. Honestly, yeah. he was right in about it, and he didn't back down for anybody. Um, and I think it was he. I can't mind if it was him or Carter Johnson. Um, ripped the guy's helmet and just threw it on ice. John Dangles Johnson. And I, I was like, well, we're not backing down for you. We don't care that, that you're the Belfast Giants. We don't care how much money you've got. Yeah. They came in into that game with the belief that they were going to win and probably had the belief that they should have won the night before. And I think that helped a lot. Uh, but Nas is, Nas is a leader, an absolute leader. Um, and thoroughly deserved all the comments that he got on social media after the game for everybody because yeah. 
he got my back with the goal. Um, and yeah, we pulled Kevin. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. This time it worked. Yeah. And I think I think credit has to go to Josh Britton because I think we'd lost the puck and I think Britton went and retrieved it again. Mm-hmm. If memory serves me right, I think he won yeah. the puck in a battle and then it yeah. started for him. Um, I do have, I, I, I am going to slightly disagree with you on one point there about where the comeback started. For me, the comeback all came from James Phelan and Craig Garrigan on that yes. five-minute penalty kill. Yeah. The two of them, Phelan's got to watch himself, right? I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to call it out in case we know that some refs listen to this. But he's very stick happy, that laddie. He, like, he, fuck, he? he just fucking goes about. But the two of yeah. them on the penalty kill together, it, 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 honestly, they're fucking yeah. phenomenal. Um, a lot I of people, felt... feeling as a player, feeling as a top class player, he's, he's like you were saying about uh, Vilio, feeling's head's always on a swivel looking for yeah. something to happen. He, he grinds out, he throws himself at the boards and that. He can finish the puck when he gets the chance, but the defensive side of his game for a, yeah. for such a, a class forward is fuck. It's second and none. He could have hit for being another D man if he wanted to. He's that good. Yeah, I felt bad for Craig mm-hmm. uh, and Johnny because yeah. we've we've Villio coming in. It changed the dynamic of the team, and it meant that Josh Britton had to go as a forward, and then what happens then? Unfortunately for Craig, because he has he dropped down to the fourth line with, with Johnny. They never got a lot of ice time. Johnny didn't get any ice time of that. Um, but Craig, I got concerned because he hadn't touched the ice, hadn't touched the ice. And mm-hmm. I said it to the girls next to us. I went, see if we go on the penalty kill. Craig might struggle here because that'll be his first shift. He's not in the game yet. Yeah. And lo and behold, we get a penalty and he gets his ice time starts to go. And I think Mark's seen it in that wee spell on on a two-minute penalty kill that Craig was, he was given a wee bit extra. And when the five-minute penalty kill came in, he yeah. really worked. And then he actually started to get a few shifts after that. And it, yeah. it, it comes down to work ethic and what he gave to the defensive side of the team. And for me, I think... Probably, un, un, unfortunately for Paratino, I think he was the right guy to leave out. I don't think it'll be him that'll get left out all the time. I think they'll chop and change it. Um, however, I actually think Craig should have had more ice time than what he got, I think, mm-hmm. on that line. I think probably Josh would have played the majority of that line and I think probably failing, maybe. I think Elmer tired. And I think that's maybe how Craig started getting shifts because Elmer fell out the game for a wee bit. And I think that could have been because of, he missed two games because of illness and it was maybe yeah. catching up with him. Yeah. So at the end, came up, the coach got it absolutely spot on. Yeah. Um, it worked. But you're right, I can understand what you're saying. That that five minute, five minute penalty kill just that gave the guys a big, big boost. Yeah. And then um, if you listen to what Spencer said, they spoke to Kevin. At the end of the second, you keep it at two, we'll win this game. Mm-hmm. And he says Kevin kept it at two, and we went and won the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, obviously Elmer coming back, he was out a couple of games with illness, um, didn't play in Belfast, so it was surprising to see him back for the home game. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we've got that extra import again, with effectively Villio coming in and replacing Walker's spot, spot um, we do have that extra import carrying. Um, so obviously, if you alluded to it, Paratino was the one that was left out of the squad. Um Again, for me, like you said, I think it was the right decision. Um, for me, I don't really feel like we've got much out of Paratino yet. But again, this could maybe be the wake-up call that he needs. Of you need to start scoring. You need to start, you know, doing the dirty things that other guys are doing. Like you said it about Harms being a shite bag. I actually thought Valentini was a bit of a shite bag on Sunday. Um, yeah. Valentini gave it to about three or four boys after a whistle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Surprisingly, because I... Ryan doesn't do that very often. Nope. And and rightly so because Ryan was getting at the hell game. Mm-hmm. There, there was things went on. I've never seen like I think he skated right down the ice. We sat mm-hmm. the hell way, speaking to him and chirping at him. I don't know what happened, but something must have happened because you're right. That's not in Valentini's game, right? He he just doesn't. That doesn't happen with him. But I don't know what's been said on the ice, Tom. I don't know what's happened to him on the ice. But he was yeah. one well pissed off boy. And then to top it up, well, have I seen the video? I'll go and fist bump you when I've scored the penalty. <laughs> I, I, I've got, I'm jumping in here. His he hand, did his hand, well, I'll tell Junior when it His when hand's up doing, to come our bench. Yeah, but I think it's up well early. Well yeah, early. I, I think he does that quite often, I think, if he scores. I think he just puts his hand up just as he's coming towards the end of their bench. But, he says something to them. He certainly says something to them. Definitely. But I don't think he's fist bumping them. Yeah. Although, uh, although uh, what's it called? The the other chasing the puck. Chasing the puck. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, chasing the puck just did a wee bit of stirring there. Um, yeah, the Giants. But but you're right because I've I've see see if that was opposite way around. Eric's. Oh, I would yeah. have expected Sean Allen to be off of that bench and on their bench fighting every <laughs> single one of them. Honestly, <laughs> you would um, because yeah. People are saying, "Oh, that's going to be it." The next time they play, somebody will go after them. No, the winner. No, the um, But it's say it wasn't in Valley's game. That's not in Valley's game. No. But the reason it was in his game, and and listen, as much as we are team stripes, and you know, we'll just shout a wee bit of them now and again at games. Nothing on social media that, but I'm having a massive call on the officiating on Sunday. That is one of the worst officiating duos I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I thought it was quite poor. I thought it, it was, was quite terrible. Poor. Yeah. It, that... it got it got dangerous. And it yeah. was because of their inability to call things it got dangerous. Like when he when the guy wiped out car. Yeah. Like uh, what the fuck? It's blatantly obvious. Yeah. Uh, it's and and when, when see when things like that happen, right? Players will take players will take it and then yeah. hands to go and sort it. Right. Um, I thought they were, I thought they were poor. Well, I'm not going to say they, because I didn't think Ferguson done much wrong, right? I'll be honest with you. I thought Brown was playing to the crowd more than watching the game. He just skated about there. Have you heard someone coming through the crowd? He made. It was like he was. He was looking up. He was. Just he was mimic. saying a comment, and then he was mimicking people. mimicking. Fans for whatever in the in the arena. I seen Andy, I think it was Andy Strange put up this morning on the Mackay penalty. 
he wasn't even looking at it because he was standing arguing with Sato in the box, in the penalty box. Mm. So he never even seen it. And then he turns around and it's like, shit, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, Ferguson, as I say, Ferguson was terrible. See, I don't think I don't think he was he certainly wasn't as bad as Brown. I'll tell you now. I thought he was up there. I was like, I'll just come up here, I'll skate about for an hour and then I'll get back up the road again. Yeah. On and this is and, and this is this is the thing with Brown, it's it's been commented on publicly before of people that have spoke to him um from other teams in the league that he doesn't care. He doesn't care about games. Yeah. He, he's now starting to mimic other crowds as well. Um, yeah. You know, it's... Listen, it's a professional league, right? And yeah. you, regardless of the abuse that you get, unless it's, you know, unless racist becomes... or homophobic or yeah. something like that, then yeah. you've just got to get on with the game. If someone calls you shite, you get on with it. You know, if someone says yeah. you're terrible or brown the clown, you get on with it. Laugh, in, so, laugh inside your head about it. But yeah. to stand and then go, meh, 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 it's so pathetic. It's, it's childish. It's oh, just childish. Like, but, look, you, you look at, and I, and I know the officials get dogs abuse every year, right? But you've got Toby Craig, you've got Pavel, you've got Rogers. And they guys, they, they just they just get on with it. I'm not saying yeah. they'll hear the greatest of games every game, but they come up, they do a job, and that's it. If they make an arse of it, they make an arse of it. They're fucking human, right? I would doubt very much if you would see Toby fucking going mimicking like a child to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> You'd just be like, he just wouldn't do it. He just wouldn't do it, I'm telling you now, because it's no in his locker to do that, right? Yeah. When Toby comes up to games, I've said it umpteen times on this podcast, right? He doesn't give a fuck about the Dundee Stars. He doesn't give a fuck about the Belfast Giants. And he doesn't give a fuck about the crowd. He's there to do a job, right? And he will hear things that get shouted at Tom, but he just gets on with it. And Pavel's the same, right? Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we'll touch on it when we'll, they were, were game preview, it's going to be the clan, right, and it's going to be interesting, as soon as their referees are announced, right, the clan fans will complain doesn't matter what yeah. they get it does yeah. not matter who they get, they will complain, so yeah, yeah, I thought I'm you're right, the, I thought they were poor I'm just going on, no I've not put it up, I was just double check, sometimes they put it up a day before, if, yeah. if they know I'm, who it I'll, is I'm going to say I, I'll, I'll be surprised if it's not Toby and Powell, I think it'll be Toby and Brown or Toby I think it'll be. I think, I think it'll be. I'll either be Toby and somebody else, obviously, or it'll be Pavel and somebody else. If not, it'll be the two of them together. Yeah, but Brown, yeah, absolutely shocking performance yeah. from him. Um, Ferguson missed so much as well for me. The big thing was obviously Ferguson's call on the five minute, the five plus game. It was Ferguson's call. Brown then comes, fucking charging over, to discuss it with them then calls in one of the linos, then calls in the next lino. Brown chokes to kick a player out again. Absolutely chokes to kick somebody out. So as soon as they had the opportunity to potentially call a major, he was like, right, okay, we can kick somebody out here. And I think that might have been to try and calm it down because they'd lost control yeah. of the game. Yeah, totally. Um, watching it back, watch the highlights, um, I still don't believe it's a, 
it, it's it's a major yep. penalty. Um, yep. I, I don't I don't think. Junior, you don't care if it's a penalty. I don't think it's a penalty at all. Um, I'd like to see some other angles to see if it is a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought he kind of went in like that, like like that. He sticks down, not cross checked. Sticks down and mm-hmm. just pushed him. I think. Um, I think he, he's he sticks being at his chest, and the boys mm-hmm. went in. I might it's be not, wrong, like you. I'd like to no see it again. It's no, I thought the boy's like four foot against six foot five. I've always said that against <sighs> me, Chris Mackay. I've always said that. He's a big, big guy. He's entitled yeah. to defend himself. Yeah. If somebody fucking wants to go and header his stick, then he headers his stick. But the thing about it was, right, they called it five-plus game for checking to the head. And, and they changed it to change that to cross-check. So what yeah. the fuck is going on? No, nah, not a clue. Yeah. Um, so it was a pleasant two points in the end. Um, Definitely. Which brought us up the, on the league table. Still in sixth place. Um, tied on points now with Coventry and Glasgow. Uh, Coventry now have a game in hand. Manchester a point behind the three of us in eighth place with Nottingham and Fife in ninth and tenth on 19 points. Above us, Guildford on 29 through 24 games, Belfast 30 through 25 and Cardiff 31 through 24. Sheffield running away at the top there, 39 points with two games in hand on the Cardiff Devils. So, Senior, it's it's still looking pleasant. It's only five points off of third place with a game in hand. Um, obviously, we do play Glasgow, Coventry and Guildford, and we'll get into that in the preview um, this week and at the weekend. But biggest surprise, and obviously this was taken today, the biggest surprise was the Five Flyers picking up a win with Andy Little in the goal against the Glasgow clan, keeping them below us. So thank you very much, Mr Five yeah, Flyers. Definitely. Um, I'll tell you, see, that would. The weather league is this now. I would tell that league at the end of the season because it means we've got Belfast and I would fancy our chances. I say that earlier on, I fancy our chances against anybody yeah. apart from probably Sheffield. Uh, but we've proved in the past that we've we've done them over two games as well. Uh, but uh, massive kudos to the guy Andy Lottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That was that was that was not expected. Honestly, we give we give the young lad ten and probably. We've said that we could have scored about 15 or 20 if we really yeah. wanted to go and do it. We didn't. Uh, he goes into Glasgow. They get beat, what was it, 4-1? Something like that? 4-1, yeah. 4-2 or something? I can't remember. I think it might have been 4-1. And you think, yeah, okay, Glasgow maybe just no perform. They'll go into Fife and they'll maybe do it in Fife and then yeah. they get seven put past them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, senior, great for us. Before we move on, I think I know who it is. Man of the match for the Belfast home game? For the Belfast home game? Oh, Spencer Nass. Spencer Nass. Two points for Nass. That now brings him up to tied first with Brendan Harms and Kevin Carr on three man of the matches each. Yeah. Which then brings us on to... For seniors, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, uh, the good has to be the comeback against Belfast. Um, I think we 
two nothing down in previous years against them, we could have went and just capitulated, but we didn't. I thought we'd done real well to come back. Uh, as you say, led you think led by the five minute penalty kill. I think Spencer Norris grabbed the team by the bars and pulled them through. Um, and it was thoroughly deserved. We should never have been 2 0 doing anywhere. So for me, the good is the comeback, uh, and especially the performance, uh, the performance of Spencer. Uh, the bad we've touched on it is the call on Chris McKay. Unless somebody could show me video footage from different angles, so I'll stand corrected, but that is never a major penalty for me. And I say, I don't even think um, it was even a penalty. So the call and probably the overall officiating of, certainly in my opinion, one of the officials was very, very poor. Um, and the ugly, believe it or not, right, and we've no touched on it, was how many times did the Belfast players throw their cell to the ice? It was embarrassing. Sato on his arso. Uh, it was it was embarrassing. The number of times they were they were they got it was like they just threw themselves for whatever reason. Yep. Uh, they were looking for penalties. They knew for me they probably knew the referees were shy. They were the big team. We'll throw ourselves yep. ice and we'll get a penalty. Uh it didn't work. And we just we just outworked them. But yeah, embellishment, Devon. It was just embarrassing, and it, it's that's not sort of like a Belfast team. That's not the way Keith played. It's probably not the way he's coached these players, but that's what he's got this year. He signed them up, but it was just really, really ugly. The the whinging that they were going on, and yeah, so that yeah. was it for me. The, ugly, um, the ugliness of that was just really the Belfast Giants. Yeah, and I think uh, that now has both both. Uh, Kiefer's on sugary pegs. Might well be. <laughs> yeah. So, moving on. The Craig Niche Decorators sponsored game preview. So, obviously, we are at home to the clan tomorrow night. Um, you might be listening to this tomorrow, so it'll be you're at home to the clan tonight. Um, and you might be listening on Thursday. And we're, at, we're at home to the clan played them last night. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Clan at home, uh, then we are at home to the Coventry Blaze on Saturday, away to Guildford on Sunday. So three tough games this week, uh, this week and weekend. Uh, Glasgow, I say, I think we know what we're getting with them now. Um, yeah. We've played them a few times. We've we'll see what they're like. Their goalies are a bit hot and cold. Um, you know, Kylie or Keely, however he pronounces it, shut out in Belfast, um, and then goes and gets, was it, was it four in the first period at five, and then gets yanked and the Finnish yeah. guy then goes in and then he gets a few put past him as well. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, it's, uh, I think the biggest thing for me against the clan is it's going to be a battle of the special teams. Um, I know that it's said that they've got the best power play in the league, we've got the second best power play in the league. Um the, uh, Stats could be a wonderful thing for that, you know. But this, it just it's how you, it's if you've scored on it or not. However, looking at their stats at the weekend against Fife, I think four or five, seven goals were on the power play. So their penalty yeah. kill doesn't look that penalty great. Kills poor. So yeah. if we can get up, if we can get on the power play, then you know let's yeah. let's execute on it because I don't think that again I said it at the start of the season defensively I don't think they're that strong. Um, and Tanya's probably going to give a wee bit of abuse on social media for this now, but 
I don't think defensively Clan are that strong. Offensively, they're very good and they can score a body load when they want to. But defensively, you know, I think that's where it's going to come down is the battle of the defences. Yeah. Um, they've, had, they've had big injuries. Right? We'll not be about the bush. Your boy Pellock is, is a big miss for them. Um, is he still out? I think he is still out. Uh, Sonship is, is a big miss for him. Combs okay. has been. Uh, the way up. Right. Thanks. Uh, clarifying yeah. that. Yep. Um, Combs was it, right? He'll be back. He'll be wanting to put, because of the shit that they've had, he'll be wanting to come into Dundee and, and, and do damage, right? And we really, let, let's not be daft about this. We need to watch him because he is a top player. Uh, but I totally agree with you. I think if we got on top of them early, and get them turned and start doing what we do well, which is crashing the net. I think we should win, and yeah. I'm expecting a win. Um, you're right. Defensively, they're not the strongest, uh, but offensively, they've got guys that could put up points for, for yeah. fun. I was surprised to see a comment the other day um, from a Glasgow fan saying that Gary Hayden brings nothing to the team. Well, I'll I'll tell you if you fucking want to get rid of him, please send him up here because he's Gary their, uh, is a very very good player. He's the top goal scorer. There you go, brings nine. And just like I was looking at the stats here, he's he's a top goal scorer with ten goals in 24, 23 points in twenty four games. It's nearly a there point a game yep. in the league. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It was just a random comment. I can't even mind what I put it up. It was on Twitter um, that. Somebody said that, yeah, he brings nothing to the team. Yep, wow. he brings a point again to your team. That's what he does. He brings goals yeah. and assists to your team every game. That's what he does. You might not see, you might not go, it might not be like what, what Nas and Harams do, right? Whereas they, they could, they're putting points up, but they're not frightened to get in amongst that. They're not frightened to get in the corners. They'll get in, a, they'll, they'll dig, they'll grind. And maybe that's what they're maybe no seeing for, for Gary Hayden. They maybe didn't see that. Because yeah. he's not that type of player. Yeah. He's a sniper. You know? Uh, but I'll be really disappointed if we don't take all two points. Yeah. And if, no, we, want, if we want to be challenging, Junior, this is the games that we've got to win. We've always said that. Win your home games. Yeah. So, I'll come on to it and on, on this day. But, Senior, score prediction... For the clan game, um, I'm going to go five two stars. Okay, five two stars. I'm going to say three two stars. Okay. Currently on Saturday, so the Blaze obviously they've they've picked up a real run of form recently. Um, Kobe Roth um, and the boy Alessio Lucini. Luciano, um, is it not? Lucini, Luciano. Luciano. Uh, um, so those two, they're they're now their top goal scorers, um, both with thirteen goals, uh, top top players. Defensively, they they took a pump in again from Cardiff, but yeah, defensively they're normally very very good. Yeah, yeah, they're they're in the teams. They they were they're freak results for me. We we currently currently yeah. didn't tend to get pumped like that quite a lot. Uh, no. 
Danny normally has his team set up to play quite well. They've, they've, they've done quite well against us in Dundee previously. Um, you mentioned day two. For me, the guy that will stand out for them, well, there's two. One's Kim Talberg. Yep. He tends to always play really well against us in Dundee. Yeah. Uh, and the goalie, uh, is it Cousin? Is that his name? Yes. The guy was at Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, he tends to play well in Dundee. Uh, so it's going to be a battle. That's, I think we're at home. And again, it should be, the expectation should be that, that we win that home game. And if we yeah. want to be challenging, we've got to win these games. Yeah. Um, and but Daniel here is set up to be difficult. Yeah, you mentioned those two as well, but then you've st- you've still got uh, Count of Monte Cristo. He's there. Uh, Ian, McNul- there. Ian McNulty. McNulty. Yeah. So they're, they're a, they are they're a stacked side. Stacked, stacked yeah. side. Um, but again, it's just making sure that we don't allow them to play. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a long journey up for them on the Saturday. We'll be fresh being at home, hopefully. Yeah put it all out and then you know you'd go on the road the next day in Guildford so um but yeah tough game prediction um I think it might go all the way I'm gonna go four three stars and I think it'll go either overtime or penalties I think it'll be a long night he's going for a shootout then if it's a yeah. long night he's going I'll go shoot I'll go shoot okay. shoot out four three um, stars in the shootout I'm going to go 5-4 stars. And I'm not going to go over time. I'm going to go regulation. Okay. Speaking um, about, come on, speaking about penalties, when was the last time you seen stars score in their first three? <laughs> <laughs> Never really no. happened, does it? When was the, first, when was really the last time you seen Belfast miss their first three? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. Tough game on Sunday night away at Guildford. Um, again, a team that started picking up a bit of form. Um, Peter Cronella, now top goal scorer in the league. Lewis Hook is top point scorer. Um, just, again, a coach that just knows how to drill his players into a system. Um, Dicker's, you know, been there and done it, won it even. Um but it's going to be a the, it's going to be a tough game in in Guildford. It, it always is in the those mint green bloody seats. Uh, they, they made come on, they made a couple of changes, eh? And and it's obviously worked. It's worked for the better. They got McParland in, who used to play at, at Glasgow, decent player. Uh, their goalie McAdam is now and Burman are now beginning to to start playing really really well. And that's why they've climbed the league. But it's no surprise that they've climbed the league because there was no way them or company were going to be hanging about the bottom. Let's be honest. Um, no. <clears throat> but I think playing Glasgow Wednesday and Coventry Saturday and then having to travel to Guildford Sunday might just be a bridge too far, being honest with you. Catch um, up a little bit, yeah. Because if you think about it, Right, we'll play Wednesday, we'll be off Thursday, we'll no have a, a, a great training session, and it's not going to be a massive training session yeah. on the Friday, because you're then playing again on the Saturday. Then you're up and away to Guildford. Yeah. Uh, I think that might just take its toll. Okay, prediction? And it'll come, it'll, well, it'll come, you know what, it'll come down to what always happens in Guildford. Um, 
it'll come down to the start. Yeah. We, for recently, we we tended to start really poor in Guildford and then and then come back into the game. But I think Guildford are going to win. It. I think Guildford will maybe maybe win it four four one. I think there'll be an empty yeah. netter in there someplace. 4-1. Um, they are yeah. in... I say that, but I just think it's going to be too much. Yeah, they are in Nottingham the night before. Um, so not that far a journey for them, but yeah, they are really in Nottingham the night before. Really. Hopefully a tougher game for them. Um, I've yeah. went 5-2 Guildford. Um, I think we'll get a couple of goals there. Um, yeah. So looking at it, a four-point week for predicted by both of us. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I would take... I would take a can what I would I would take I would take one in the two home games and and let's see what happens on the road, and if we get yeah. some in we get some in fantastic if we done ah well at least we'll have had the four points from the two home games. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, so that is our preview, senior. Yep. Junior versus Senior. It is time for the Gloves Off sponsored Junior versus Senior. Just to remind everyone of last week. Um, it, what was it again? Riley Wetmore. Wetmore. And the thing is, I didn't even write down his name. I just wrote down all the clues. Um, yeah. It was Riley Wetmore. Senior didn't get it. Um your pal Hunty says he got it after. Full of shit. Born in the USA and he was a six foot centre and played four seasons at the college he was at in the NCAA Hockey East. That's where he got off of. So. I'll tell you, there's, there's one way to find out how. Yes. What is that? It had to have been just a complete guess for mm. us. Uh, six foot centre. Um, USA, Riley Wetmore. Listen, you'll be sitting there on on elite league prospects going through the map. (laughs) What we don't do—that's what he'll be there. Right? There's only there's only one way of doing it: is we'll get him on, and we'll just hit him with it and say, "Right, here it is. What's your answer? We'll see how good he is. Come on, Betty. Come on, Betty. Someone else commented on it, saying that they got it after." couple of guests as well. I can't wait to it where somebody gets said it on the Star Supporters page. Yeah. I was pressing myself. Yeah. But right, I need a new page because I need to take notes here. You, you, listen, I think you'll get this in quite easily to be honest with you. Ooh, um, okay. Uh, okay. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. <laughs> I've actually had to write, I've actually had to put the boy's name down because if I hadn't put his name down, I'd forget what it was. That's how bad it was. To be fair, I did right. as well. So. Okay. Right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's Canadian. He was born in Toronto, 18th of December, 1982. 1982. So Toronto, Toronto, 1982. Canadian. Yeah. <sighs> right. Try to think of Canadians. Let's go. Michael Poirier. Nope. I'm delayed. Yeah, hey. not Michael. Michael, Michael Poirier is not that old. It's the fucking name. 
good dog. It was a good guess. It was a good guess. Okay. <laughs> Clue number two. He spent four years, and this is, I think you'll get it. I think you'll get it for this, honestly. Four years at Elmira College, and he recorded oh. 125 points in 98 games. See, no, I can only think of Elmira J- Jackals, and they're not the college team. Canadian 1982. 1982. So what's Four that? Four years at Elmira. 92, 02, 12, 22. Oh, so he's 40 now. He's okay. 41. Yeah. God, apologies to Michael Poirier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> didn't even click yeah, on that well. one there. Um, yeah. 1982. Um. Come on, Junior. You're looking at screens. I could see you. You're at it. I've got my fucking notebook here. There. Uh, Canadian. Night to Almira. Yep. I'll go with your guest for last week. Chris Blight. <laughs> Incorrect. Another good guess, though, I must admit. <laughs> so, clue number three. He's played for six different ECHL teams. Okay? Okay. And he's racked up 192 points in his ECHL career. And also played... See, I'm giving you extra clues now, right? <laughs> and also played 13 games in the AHL, scoring three points. So that's six different teams in the ECHL, 192 points, 13 games in the AHL, three points. Mate, 13 games in the AHL? 13, yes. Okay. Three points. I'm going to go with one of your favourites. Oh, go on then. Goes along the lines of the tune of Sweet Caroline. Is it Francois Bouchard? No. Okay. No. Mm. I must admit, I thought and I thought you'd got it for Elmira, but no, oh well. no college hockey, ECHL Elmira, yeah. Right. So, clue number four. He played forty-eight games for the Stars. Okay. And he's had, and he, his points production was eighteen goals. 24 assists for 42 points. So he was just under a point a game. In his one season, did you say that? He played 48 games for the Stars. And he recorded 18 plus 24. Nah, he had more points than that. Hmm. I think I'm going to get it this week, senior. Oh, wow. I'm really surprised. Because I, I struggle when I'm picking players because I can't want your light be players. Hey, this guy, it's no this guy because he had a lot more points than this. And I'm pretty sure he played more. Nah, he would have played more games. But Mike Worrell. No, not Mike Worrell. <laughs> Gee, I am. 
Junior, I'm shocked at this. Well, I'm pretty sure that I've gave you years and everything well before these clues, but okay. Last clue. He's still playing today in the ACH, which is the Allen Cup Hockey, right? Where he is a four-time champion. So next, the next clue is about his time in Dundee. You're fucking what it at the day. Sir. Absolutely fucking, fucking right. it at the day, boyo. Like what? Boyo, like, it at the day. Oh, he wore number 28. I mean, if I gave you this boy's number, you'd get it straight away. I'm telling you. If you don't get it from this one, right, I'll give you his number, and I'll bet you get it straight away. There's only one other Canadian that I'm trying to think of further back. And I'm hoping right with him because hey, did I like this player? I'm gonna say you were obviously you sat on the fence with this player. Oh, sat on the fence. So there's that's an extra clue you've got. <sighs> See I'm gonna go with a player that I liked. He was. He was. One of I think players. I'm gonna and I'm gonna go with this as well on a limb here, because right. I think Jamie McGill didn't like him. There was a few people didn't like him. So there's a seventh clue you've I, got. Fuck it, seventh clue, my ass. I'm gonna go with Jarrett Conkle. There you go. Jarrett Conkle. What a player. I really liked yeah. him. I thought so he was a that. great player. Yeah. He, he struggled. Had, he uh, he struggled hand. to start with, but he was good. Good. If I'd said number <clears throat> what number did he wear? Eleven. Because eleven. There you go. If I'd said he wore number eleven, you'd have got it straight away. Yeah. But what a player. I thought the biggest clue, although it was college, he did play for Elmira. Did he? Yeah. I actually think we may have signed him from Elmira. And if I'd said that, you'd have got him straight away. Yeah, Elmira called through us. I could I only ever think of Elmira Jackals and what was it, ECHL? And I think they were in yeah. the UHL for a bit as well. Yeah. Um, so he's still going. He's still going at the moment. He's still really? racking points up. Yeah. Jesus. It's, it's, it's that, Alan, what did you say it was? Alan, ACH, Allen Cup Hockey. ACH, God, that must yeah. be where boys go to retire or something, is it? Yeah, I think there's a few guys that that have played in the Elite League and in the Stars of are, are playing there. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That is a point to me. Point to you, be seven clues. Well done. Fucking seven clues, my arse. <laughs> I give you fucking loads of clues for Riley Wetmore, and I'm telling you, you might argue he's about it. You have that jersey. I'm fucking telling you you've got it. I have not got a Riley Wetmore jersey. The only I'm, I'm jerseys... I'm 100% sure you do. You. Nope. The only jerseys I have... Shut up. The only jersey I've got a C on it is Tam Phillips. It's the only jerseys I've got. Mm. I have not got Riley Wetmore's jersey. Mm. Hey, look at your tops. Because I want I'm evidence that you didn't. They are. I'm telling you. I've not got it. I've got 
What have I got? Who else played that season? Uh, Doug Clarkson. Got his jersey. No, I've got his jersey. You gave that to me. No, I didn't. I've got it in the fucking bedroom through there. Right, well, I've got a, I've got a Doug Clarkson jersey then. Uh, what else played that year? McGiffin, did he play that year? Uh, Can't mind. No, I think he did, actually. Did McGiffin, McGiffin play? Oh, hold on. Jesus Christ, oh. Lord. Fucking going for it there. Right, on this day, senior. There was nobody born on this day, but we're going to have a wee special shout out that tomorrow is the birthday of Josh Britton. Hey. So Josh Britton's birthday tomorrow. Also, Adam Harding. Remember Adam? Yeah. 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 On this day in 2015, we had a lever after only playing about, I think it was six or 13 games or something. Timo Kuluvainen. Big Finnish boy that we signed for Telford. He had no team that year. Uh, Telford had released him. Um, yeah, right. Big yeah. power forward, big long power for- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also on this day in 2018, um, a lever of Justin Fox after only playing a handful of games as well when he buggered off. Yeah. Senior, five games on this day. Now, this is where... It's got to be der- derby games have got to be in amongst us. So this is where my prediction for the clan scores come into play. Okay. So listen to this, right, throughout it. 2016, we had an away league win at the Cardiff Devils by three goals to two in a shootout. 2018, we had a home league win versus the Glasgow clan by three goals to two in a shootout. Okay. Goals scored by Gabriel Levesque. Jimmy Jensen and Riley Stadel with the shootout winner. 2019, we had a home league loss to the Glasgow clan by four goals to one. Brian Hart being the only goal scorer. 2020, we had a home league loss versus the Giants by three goals to two. (laughs) Matt Carter scoring both those goals. After being 2-0 up, we oh, lost yeah. it 3-2. And the final one is in 2022, so last season, a home league loss to the Glasgow clan by four goals to one. Only goal scored by Carter Folk. So, three games with a scoreline 3-2, two games with a scoreline 4-1. to one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So... So I'll take I'll take four one for us, or I'll take three two for us. I don't care. Yeah, um, just three. Get the two points. Day. So that is all that happened on this day. So whilst you've been whilst you've been what? scrolling through that, all right, I was looking at the players who played alongside Jarrett Conkle, and I'll tell you the jersey I've got from that season. No Jarrett Conkle, you didn't. Is John Dolan. Yeah, because Riley Wetmore didn't play the same season as oh, Jarrett Conkle. Fucking, fucking sausage. See, unprofessional. Get on with it. Senior, main thing. Competition time. 
Oh, going for it, Junior. So, um, our amazing sponsors at Don McKella Italian Restaurant on the Perth Road in Dundee, former Stars and not former Stars legend, former Stars player and Stars legend Paddy Lockie, his amazing restaurant. Paddy has kindly donated a gift voucher for us for the restaurant. Now, we did say a couple of weeks ago it was going to be a big competition, and Paddy really has gave us a big competition. Paddy has given us a £100 voucher for Don McKellar. Senior, you're shaking yeah. your head there. <laughs> Honestly, he's, yeah, he just he just does it for us, does he? Come on, mate. Yes. He sponsors a lot yeah. of the like, football teams and stuff like that as well, like amateur teams, Sunday League and stuff like that. But He does um, a lot for the community, I'll say yeah. that. Uh, yeah. With we, we, the things that, that he puts on in his venue, but also we, for us, we, we the sort of the gift vouchers that he gives to us. We're just a couple of dopes sitting here speaking about the stars, eh? And he's... he's yeah, okay. Um, and he, he does that for us, eh? Uh, yeah. Fantastic gesture. Yeah, £100 yeah. voucher. Wow. So £100 voucher. So what we're going to do is, um, now we need to kind of play this strategically again so you don't have all your spammers and that. Um, we are going to do a like and share this post. Um, on that, we want you to do, obviously it'll be a comment, a hashtag, but also we want you to tag in someone who really deserves this voucher. Um it could be your partner, it could be a family member, um, it could be your best pal for the hockey, um, you know. Maybe could even be um maybe nominate your, your dad. Like maybe Louis wants to nominate his dad after getting caught whistling Love is in the air at the <laughs> hockey on Sunday night. Uh <laughs> hard Dundee fans. And he's sitting yeah. whistling love is in the air. It was great to see. He even got a minute after it. But, yeah, we want it to be to someone that you feel deserves it and have a great start to a new year. Maybe someone who struggled in the last year or had a wee shit time towards the end, maybe over Christmas period or that. So we'll put a post up on Facebook. Um, it is going to be a Facebook-only entry, um, so it's easier to trace. Um, we'll get all your nominations, put them all in the, the random wheel generator and the winner will be selected from that. Um, so I say thanks again to Don McKella and Paddy for a £100 voucher. That is just unbelievable in, in terms of uh, a, a prize, uh, 100 quid. You know, enough to feed an army. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get the post out um later this evening. Um once the show's out, we'll get it out later this evening and we will close the competition. Um I'll probably will do it just before the Coventry game, um, so that you get all your tags in that and give you plenty of time. But yeah, it'll be a like, share, comment, and tag. All right. Um yep. and then gotta be in it to win it. Got to be in it to win it. Yep. Um, so that that's bad. Again, like I'll, I'll shout out a couple of sponsors as well. Uh, if you're again looking for ink 
as of the tattoo variety. Um, Liam Mean, Stars fan, Tribal Scribe and Loki. If anybody's wanting anything done, uh, got on Liam's Facebook, got on Tribal Scribe's Facebook, asked for Liam. Um, he's done a few bits and pieces for me, thoroughly delighted with him. So if anybody's wanting that, and again, the same with the guys across the water, the boys over the bridge, gloves off. If you're needing any stuff for the guys, get across here. It's right across the road for Five Ice Arena. Um, I'm sure Scott will be there and he'll welcome you with open arms. I'm pretty uh, sure he does shipping in that as well. Um, so yep. if, if you're wanting stuff, get it shipped out to you. But listen, Senior, this is this is now the second time you've gave Liam a shout out, but he doesn't actually sponsor the show yet, so he's going to hate to get his finger out. Well, he gave me a T-shirt. That was good enough for me. You know, there is a wee segment. And he, and he gave of, his ink. You know, there is a wee couple of segments there on the show that didn't hear any sponsors yet. So if he wants, take it. Always give it a go. Yep. Yep. On that note. Um, again, thanks again to the sponsors. Lars has just shouted out a couple of them as well. Um, again, thanks again to Paddy and the, the team at Don McKellar for the, the gift voucher. And again, say we'll get that post out this evening. Three games starting off tomorrow night. Hopefully, that, that it's a packed, packed rink again, nice and loud. And hopefully, we're sitting here when we do our podcast in probably a week's time sitting here talking about hopefully at least four points. Hopefully four points, Um, and I'll better go and get ready for my work. Yeah, but everyone have, obviously it was yesterday, but have a happy new year. We wish you all the best for the forthcoming year, um, and enjoy your work when you all go back to it as well. We will see you tomorrow night.